Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. Ever wanted to take part in a race? Well, how about one on a passenger plane? The story I'd like to tell you now is not exactly a race, though. But it's as close as it gets, given the circumstances. On December 31, 1988, you hear the Christmas chimes yet? A passenger airline heading from Kaliningrad, Russia, to Odessa, Ukraine, made for a landing in the destination airport. As you might know, New Year in Russia is a big deal, a bigger celebration than Christmas, in fact. This might have been the reason for what happened on that day with the TU-134 flight. Because we're all human, you know. The weather forecast for the day was not one that would make you overjoyed. It was overcast and stormy, with strong winds, low visibility, and low-hanging clouds. The cabin crew knew all this. They were warned of the conditions in advance. All systems were working fine, the airplane was cruising to its place of destination, and not even the storm could spoil the mood of the 76 passengers plus the crew on board. The problems began when air traffic control in Odessa gave permission to descend. The pilots started preparing the plane, but here's where it all went haywire right away. The speed at which the aircraft descended was way too high, about 372 miles per hour. The pilots received the first warning message at the altitude of 24,600 feet, but the crew deliberately ignored it. As it turned out later, The first pilot was sure everything was alright and he could land the plane anyway. The speed-too-high message was repeated twice after that, at the altitudes of 14,400 feet and 9,850 feet. Both of these messages were ignored as well. Uh Uh-oh. No one really knows what the motives of the crew were back then, but the situation was gradually becoming worse. Within 47 miles from the airport, the air traffic control finally gave permission to land. And that's where another misjudgment came. The pilots decided to fly directly to the runway despite the high speed. That was a crucial error, as it turned out. The speed of the plane was about 280 miles per hour, which is much faster than the recommended and safe landing speed of 205 miles per hour. The plane was flying bullet-fast, approaching the runway with its wheels down and ready to land. That, by the way, was also against all safety instructions, because the landing gear simply can't bear the pressure at such speeds. They could have just gone with the wind, if you know what I mean. Anyway, the most surprising thing about the situation was that none of this was connected with any troubles on board the airplane. Everything was working perfectly fine, no emergencies arose, literally nothing was wrong except the crew's decisions. The pilots went against all instructions of air traffic control ignored the safety warnings, and gave commands to the crew that were contrary to every flight safety precaution. More outrageous still, the crew didn't even bother to argue the flight captain's orders. 
blindly following his commands. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Basically, it was pure neglect that led to the incident that followed. Once again, turning off the speed too high warning, the pilots directed the aircraft towards the runway. At a speed of 258 miles per hour, the plane almost crashed on the landing strip and went further and further ahead without stopping. Its engines were working in full reverse, which wasn't really effective at such a level of speed. But in the end, it helped to stop the aircraft before the worst happened. The plane stormed on through the runway and onto the end safety area, only to come to a halt just 5 feet before touching the naked ground. As a result, no one was hurt on board, but it was pure luck. The landing was not smooth in the least, and the passengers were frightened, but fortunately, everything turned out well. In fact, there was another consequence the plane set the record of landing speed that has never since been broken by any passenger aircraft. Well, a dubious achievement at best, but achievement nonetheless. What do you think? Let me know down in the comments. The pilots and the crew received an official reprimand for what they'd done, of course. There wasn't a single reason for acting like that, and decisions taken on board were wrong on more than one account. As for the plane itself, it continued to fly with different airlines for many more years. After all, it was a good plane, and the incident wasn't its fault. The TU-134 incident wasn't the only one like that, though, and it wasn't the most epic one either. For example, there was a Boeing 737 that overran the end of the runway and ended up on a busy street. This happened on March 5, 2000. Flight 1455 from Las Vegas, Nevada to Burbank, California was two hours behind its schedule because of the weather conditions. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Well, at least this one didn't fly into the storm, but was simply delayed and departed later when the skies cleared. The flight itself went without any trouble, but as the plane approached the Burbank airport, air traffic control instructed the pilots to keep the speed at 267 miles per hour, or higher, until further notice. Mind the turn of the phrase here. It became the crucial point in the whole affair. The flight captain acknowledged the instructions and did exactly as he was told. Well, who can blame him for that, right? Just following orders. But what happened next went so wrong that he couldn't even explain his actions later. When the flight was cleared for descent to 3,000 feet and for further landing, it was... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Still cruising at the same speed it had been told to maintain. Just to make it clear, when air traffic control gives permission to descend and land, it automatically cancels any and all instructions regarding speed given earlier. And it makes sense. As we've learned from the previous story, 
if a plane exceeds the landing speed limit, it could end very, very badly. Both the captain and the first pilot knew the rules, but something stopped them from following those. When they didn't receive the verbal command to slow down, they simply proceeded at the same speed they had been cruising the whole way. Just a friendly reminder here that the maximum safe speed to land on a runway is about 60 miles per hour lower than the Boeing had. Moreover, for some reason, the captain directed the aircraft at a sharper angle to the ground than it was allowed, adding to the danger. The first officer came to his senses first and asked the captain what he was doing and why. The only reply he received was, that's alright. In the meantime, warning lights were flashing all around the pilots, but they both just ignored them. According to the standard procedure, if the flight landing conditions aren't met, the plane is to start a go-around maneuver. Basically, it means that if something is wrong and the plane can't land safely, the pilots have to fly up again and go for another circle around the airport. In case of Flight 1455, the thing that went terribly wrong was its speed. Well, you might have guessed already that the captain didn't see the need for a go-around maneuver. Later, he couldn't even explain why. As for the first officer, he said that he knew they weren't about to land safely, but believed the captain was taking steps to avoid a crash. Anyway, despite the yells of air traffic control and the flashing warning lights, they directed the plane towards the runway and landed. The aircraft touched the runway at a speed greatly exceeding the allowed maximum and 650 feet beyond the landing limiting line. The strip was wet and it didn't help the unfortunate pilots either. They turned on the reversers and applied manual brakes. But even that wasn't enough to stop the plane before the end of the runway. Eventually, the airplane crashed into the metal fence and an airport perimeter wall, tearing through both, and finally came to a halt right in the middle of Hollywood Way, a busy four-lane city street. The nose of the aircraft was shattered, the front wheels were torn off, but the inside wasn't damaged much. One of the escape slides inflated right inside the plane, blocking two flight attendants, but otherwise, no one was seriously injured. And that's nothing short of a miracle. Why, you ask? Well, because the plane stopped right next to a gas station. If it had moved several dozen feet further, it could have caused a fire or even an explosion, and there would have been victims. But the plane came to a screaming stop, nothing lit up, and nobody was seriously hurt. Happy ending. Except for the flight captain's self-esteem. On the voice recording from the cockpit, you can clearly hear how, moments after the accident, he said, Well, there goes my career. Sorry, pal. You were right. Several months later, both the captain and the first officer of Flight 1455 were fired because of the accident. And the plane, as it turned out, sustained too much damage and was later scrapped. Well, it's kind of sad, of course, but everyone stayed alive, and that's what really matters. Pilots have a saying, any landing you can walk away from is a good landing. And so it goes. <laughs>